Welcome to a life-transforming experience with the Word of God from Bishop Napoleon Asian. Napoleon Asian is a son of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the head of the LCI mission in Cape Town, South Africa. With about 20 years experience in ministry, Bishop Napoleon Asian has been actively involved with the work of God in Ghana, UK, and now a missionary in South Africa. He stands with his father in the ministry, teaching and emphasizing his word with extraordinary grace and faith. Join us now as he delivers the word of God under the anointing. And then lift your voice and lift your hands and begin to thank God. Begin to call on him. Begin to call on him. Mashante. Somebody lift your voice, lift your voice and begin, begin to call on him, begin to call on him, begin to call on him. Mashante, Liando, Ronde, Lima Hata, Eyamato Sese. Somebody lift your voice and begin to speak in tongues. Hey, it's okay to pray in church. It's okay. Go ahead, go ahead. Lift your voice. Don't be quiet. Speak in tongues. Motabando Ronde. The Bible says, Hey, Kabaraba, he that speaketh in an unknown tongue, he speaketh not unto man. And no man understandeth him. How be it in the spirit? He speaketh mysteries. Go ahead. Mota, Riambe, Mota, Moka Bando, Tele Bando, Rundi Libebe, Eyalababa, Limomolibu, Sante. Oh, yes, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. We call on you. We call on you. We call on you. We are grateful for your mercies. We are grateful for your love, Lord. Ah, for your your mercies for your love, Lord, ah, for your forgiveness. Masuta, Brunde, Kima, Rokabando, Tima, Suta, in the mighty name of Jesus. Mokabarababe, Mashanto Riande, Lima Mande, Mashakataka, Moroka, Bando, Runde, Lima, Ayabande, Lima Hata, Eyabarababa, Lima Moribo, Lima Bariba, Eyandorobo, Lima Baribosa, Eyandorobo, Libo Boliba, Eyabariba Boribo. Ayando Rosa Cabriande Lima Libo Liba Liba Iyalababe Lima Maribo Liba Baribosa Imando Tendo Rosikiba Iyalababa Kimorobo Sika Bando Rondi Liba Iyabaraba Somebody lift your hand and call on God Iyamamaraba Lima Moribo Sote Liba Hande Tell the Lord Lord I call on you this morning Oh hear my voice from the ends of the world I cry unto thee let my ears, uh, let my prayers be attentive. Oh yes, let your ears be attentive unto my prayers. Let your ears be attentive unto my prayers. Oh, look on me with mercy from on high. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many know that the Lord has promised to be with us and never to leave us? Can I have a bit of hallelujah? How many know that the Lord has promised never to leave us, never to forsake us, and to be with us until the end of this age? 
turn your Bibles with me. This morning we want to pray. In fact, the whole day we are praying. Psalm 34, verse number 19. Psalm 34, verse number 19. Is it in your Bible? All right. Can we read it together? One, go. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord, I did not hear the portion, the last portion, I did not hear you. Can you shout it? Hallelujah. Can we take that scripture again? Say, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivered him out of them all. Hallelujah. Bible says, many are the afflictions. Many are the troubles. Many are the issues that affect even the righteous, not a sinner. And sometimes because of being righteous, there are things that you are going to suffer. Bible says there are persecutions that are reserved for those who, who will be righteous, who will want to serve God and be, sometimes your own family may even persecute you. But the Bible says, don't worry. Hallelujah. I said the Bible assures, I said, don't worry. Amen. God never promised problem-free life. He never promised that there will not be afflictions. He never promised that there will not be issues. The promise is that even in the midst of the issues, hallelujah, he will come true for you and he will come true for me. Hallelujah. This morning I want you to lift your voice. We want to call on God. Anything that you are dealing with, we want to say the Lord thank you for the promise. That even when we go through some of these things, it will not destroy us. You will deliver us from every one of it. Every one of it. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivered them. Oh yes, from them all, lift your voice and say, Lord, I call on you, deliver me from all the afflictions, from the pain, from the hunger, from the sickness, from the diseases, hey, from the trouble, from the ah, yabarab, from the gossip, hey, from the bitterness, and the unforgiveness. Many are the afflictions. Many are the afflictions. Many are the afflictions, Lord. Ah, yabarababa. Oh yes. Lift your voice and call on him. Oh, yes, I am pressed on every side. But, Lord, I expect your deliverance. I am suffering from every side and every angle. But, Lord, oh, God, according to your word, according to your word, according to your word, Lord, oh, God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Riando, Riande, Sima, Tubo, Ayabando, Rosikiba, Mashando, Rukabaraba, Eyabarabaka, Barabaka, Baraba. Oh, yes, Lord. The righteous person faces many troubles, but the Lord comes to rescue. Oh, yes. The Lord comes to the rescue each time. Many are the troubles. The many are the troubles. The righteous person may face troubles many times, but may the Lord come to his rescue. Somebody lift your hand and say, Lord. 
Father, come to my rescue. Come to my rescue. Come to my defense. Come to my deliverance. Deliver me, Lord. Protect me. Preserve me. In the mighty name of Jesus. Any curse you have for me. Maybe I'll be afflictions. Hey, Kabarabakan Santiba. Hey, Kabarababa. The unemployment has become an affliction. The, the, the loneliness. Oh, the sisterhood has become an affliction. Ayabanduromni. The pain. The sickness. The condition. The childlessness has become a trouble. But may the Lord deliver you. Mashante Motoza. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Isaiah chapter 8. This morning we want to pray. May the Lord be with you. I said may he be with you. Hallelujah. Isaiah chapter 8. I'm reading from verse number 9 and 10. Are you there? This is what God is saying to those who want to trouble you. He said, Associate yourselves, O ye people, and ye shall be broken in pieces. And give ye all ye of far countries. Give yourselves and ye shall be broken in pieces. Give yourselves and ye shall be broken in pieces. Verse number 10 it says, Take counsel together and it shall come to naught. Speak the word and it shall not stand. For God is with us. Hallelujah. Somebody say, God is with me. Somebody shout it. God is with me. They that gather against me. Say, they that gather against me. They that conspire against me. Shall fall. It will come to naught. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. The strongest of the conspiracies will not prevail against you. Your enemies shall not prevail against you. I say your enemies shall not prevail against you. In the name of Jesus. Whatever is being organized against you, we command it to fail in the name of Jesus. Whatever plans the enemy has made against your health, against your children, against your finances, against your employment, against your marriage. Hey, whatever it is, it fails now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Look at it from the NLT. Look at it from the NLT. It says, this is how it says, it said, Huddle together, you nations, and be terrified. Listen, all you distant lands, prepare for battle, but you will be crushed. Yes, prepare for battle, but you will be crushed. Call your councils for war, but they shall be worthless. Develop your strategies, but they will not succeed. For God, I said, for God, I said, 
I want you to lift your hands and be clear that every strategy, every doctrine, every purpose against your life fails now. Fails now. Lift your voice and begin to pray. Maranda Mateka, Rombe Yemarata, Ayambe Mahambe, Lagan
the Muslims we pray uh, for the bishops uh, and the brethren the denomination we pray for the council let the strategy let the plans of the enemy fail let the door succeed hey, let it be reckless let it be followed hey, let it be collapsed Jesus Hallelujah Finally turn your Bibles with me to Isaiah chapter 41 I think we are staying in Isaiah. Mohai Mashando Roshikibara Leimando Santeba Jesus, Isaiah chapter 41. We are praying from verse number 10. Is it in your Bible? The Bible says, Fear not. Tell somebody, don't be afraid. I like it. Tell somebody, fear not. God is asking not to be afraid. Hallelujah. Declare boldly that I am not afraid. I am not afraid. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I am not afraid of the future. I am not afraid of the unknown. I am not afraid whether I will get married. I am not afraid whether I will have children. I will not. I am not afraid whether I will succeed. I am not afraid whether I will die. I am not afraid whether I will be sick. I am not afraid because I will not be sick. Because I will get married. Because the future is bright. Because it is well with me. I am not afraid. I am not afraid whether I will be chosen. I am not afraid. I am not afraid whether I will be employed because I will be employed because I will be employed I will not be afraid whether I will be chosen because I will be chosen I am not afraid somebody lift your hand and say I am not afraid I am not afraid I am not afraid fear not hallelujah madam Bessie Jesus. Ah, he said, Fear not, for I am with thee. Why do you become afraid when the greater one is with you? I refuse to be afraid. I refuse to be worried. Hallelujah. I want you to confess it and I want you to declare that the Lord is with me. The Lord is with me. His name is Emmanuel. God with us. God with us. And I am not afraid. Because he's with me. I am not afraid. Because he's by me. I am not afraid. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. The next one is say, Be not dismayed. What does it mean to be dismayed? He said, Be not not don't be dismayed that means don't be worried hallelujah there is different between being afraid and being worried you will not be worried you know something when you look at how things have been 
and the story of your family and the thing, the patterns. It's not hearsay. It happened to your grandmother. You saw it on your mother. Your aunties have gone through the same. And you are confusing. And you are not, you are, you are worried that will my case and my situation be the same. I came to tell you, don't be dismayed. Don't be worried. Don't be discouraged. Hallelujah. What is the English definition of dismay? Okay. Call someone to feel concern and distress. They were dismayed by the U-turn in the policy. <laughs> okay. What's the next one? Yeah. To feel concern and distress. You have concern about your health. You have concern about the economy. You have concern about your finances. You are concerned about so many things. You can think and think and think and you begin to see that you, you, you are worried. But the Bible says, let's go to our scripture. It said, be not dismayed. Hallelujah. Be not for I am thy God. Hallelujah. God is saying that because he is your Lord, your God, don't be dismay don't be concerned about the things that concerns normal people without god are worried about are you here no i'm telling you if you are a single mother there is every reason to be concerned about the future of your children but if you are having children and the father is a big time tycoon you are not concerned about when the next meal. How many understand what I'm talking about? Because of who is with you. Your husband is a business tycoon. He owns some of the boats in waterfront. He has restaurants. He has company, manufacturing companies. So you are not concerned about what to eat. You don't panic. You don't stress. You don't think that what are you are rather thinking what you are rather planning the vacations that, that is your worry where should they go and where do you want them to go why because of who you are because you the lady you are loaded you are dusted you are the uh, managers of your own company of your own setup and your husband is also a type so you are not concerned so you see the concerns and the worry and the trouble is because of who you are or who is not with you. So that's why God comes in and says that don't be concerned because I am your God. Hallelujah. He introduces himself that I am because I am your God. Don't be concerned. God is far better than a business tycoon. Yeah. God is far, far prosperous, far rich far capable and able than anyone that will let you not stress that's why god says that don't be dismayed because i am your god hallelujah how many understand why god is telling you that don't be dismayed i want you to lift your hands and say lord because of you 
normally, normally what I'm thinking about and what I'm going, I need to be concerned. I need to be but because you are my God, because you died in my life, I refuse to be troubled and to be worried and to be agitated and to be stressed. Lift your voice and declare that hey, I refuse to be stressed and to be concerned and to be worried. continue. He said, I will strengthen thee. Hallelujah. Yea, I will help thee. Hallelujah. That is how God said, don't be dismayed because he's coming to strengthen you. Receive financial strength. I said, receive financial strength. Receive physical strength. May you be strengthened. May your health be augmented. May your finances be strengthened. Some of us, even when you buy electricity, when you buy electricity, you see that your financial status is is crumpled because you are not financially strong. Yeah. To buy KFC, you need to add coins to coins. When you buy KFC, you become weak after buying Streetwise too. You made a mistake and he said that they should add their drink. And when they added the drink, you noticed that the small bottle of Coke was 17 rand. They said, no. No. I should have bought the 17, could have bought two liter jive. You know where all the cheap things are. May the Lord strengthen your finances. You know, sometimes when God says, I will strengthen you, now it's up to you where you need the strength. Because He doesn't tell you that He will strengthen you physically, or He will strengthen your health, or strengthen. Sometimes He will even strengthen your mentality. Some of us, we give up too early. The least thing you are crying, the least thing I'm not able. The least thing I can't write the exams. The, you've not seen the people already. You said you have failed. The least thing. May God give us mental fortitude. Be strengthened in your mind. Be strengthened in your health. Be strengthened in your finances. Be strengthened in your prayer life. Be strengthened in your walk with God. Be strengthened in your leadership. Be strengthened in your marriage. Be strengthened in the raising of your children. Be strengthened even in your learning. God can strengthen you. Hallelujah. Lift your hand and say, Lord, I need your strength. Strengthen me, Lord. Strengthen me. I pray for strength. I pray for strength. I pray for strength. I will help thee. Somebody lift your voice and say, I pray for your strength and I pray for your help. In the mighty name of Jesus. Mashanto Tabalaba. Hallelujah. As for this one, it's a blank check. It said, I will help thee. Can you see it? These are, these are the things that I like. He says, it's a blank. He said, I will help thee. 
he doesn't say where he will help you he will help you to be proposed to he will help you to propose to her he will help you to accept the proposal he will help you to go for the he will, the help come for the help how many need the help of God lift your voice and call on God and say I need your help I need your help give me favor and say help give me understanding and say help make me smart you can help me to understand math you can help me to pass my math net you can help me you can help me you can help me with the physics you can help me with the chemistry you can help me with the accounting you can help me hey grant me favor help me lord help me lord i will help thee i will help thee may the help of god arrive on your situation may the lord help somebody has prayed you for your birth children the lord has heard your prayer the lord has heard your prayer hey he will help you the lord shall help you somebody your situation will be helped he will help your house he will help your parents he will help your family he will help your branch he will help our senses he will help our counsel he will help us hey i will help thee hey kabasantika hallelujah are you there it says i will help thee i will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness hallelujah do you know that when you hold something with the right it's not easy for anybody to take it away how many you know that your left is a little weaker than the right yeah so when you are holding something in the right it's different may god hold you god is saying that i will hold you with my hand of power may god hold you you will never fall you will never backslide i say you will not backslide in the name of jesus declare it that lord hold me with thy right hand of righteousness in the name of jesus the last verse it says behold all they that incensed against thee shall be ashamed and be confounded they shall be as nothing and they that strive with thee shall perish hallelujah lift your hands and begin to declare this prayer that lord all day that have incense all day that have strategies against me all day that have planned my hurt they have planned my downfall they have dead pit for me let them be ashamed and let them be confounded let them be as nothing oh yes they that strive with you ah let them perish according to the word of the lord according to your word let your word be fulfilled any agent of satan any agenda of the underworld any all group of oh yes the, the enemy is planning always lord let them perish let them perish let them perish in the name of jesus in the name of jesus in the name of jesus hallelujah you see when you read the bible you may not understand some of these things until you come to the new testament and the 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 question that the servant asked the lord he said lord did we not plan go seats did we not plan go see from whence cometh this test and the lord said an enemy has done this 
said when he said while men slept an enemy comes and so takes so one of the things you need to understand is that there is an enemy who strategized look at the strategy he planted tests something that looks like that looks like what you have planted but it is not I said an enemy has done this hallelujah yeah an enemy has done this so the bible teaches us that an enemy comes to destroy did we not did we not uh, train our children well from whence come this character did we not teach them about god did we not tell them the righteous but you can see that an enemy is trying to destroy did i not have a good intention then things begin to happen but look at look at what the bible says in uh, verse number 12 he said thou shalt seek them and shall not find them even them that contended with thee they that war against thee shall be as nothing and as a thing of naught hallelujah I want you to lift your voice and begin to declare that any any cohorts any plans of the enemy agenda are are, are positioned against you the the, the 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 plans that the enemy has for every one of it fills in the name of jesus lift your hands quickly 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 oh kabarababa kimorobo sante limo buta riando suta bando ronde oh jesus we thank you we bless you we give you glory oh yes lord ah we will not be afraid we will not be dismayed because you are with us because you are our god ah we receive your strength and your help hey uphold us with your right hand of righteousness let they that incense against us hey be ashamed and be confounded let they be as nothing they that strive with us lord with your church with the denomination with the council with the branch with the pastors with the bishops and the lady pastors and the missionaries the basenta leaders and the center leaders lord of god the minister shepherds oh yes let them perish let those who oh strive against your church let them perish let they that strive against oh your servant let them be not lord ah they that seek their downfall they that contend with your people with your church they that war against your church and your your servant oh let them be as nothing in the mighty name of jesus hallelujah amen oh somebody put your hands together put your hands together put your hands together and shout amen why did god say this how did this all happen he said because i am with you for god is with us hallelujah the the title of this offering i'm taking is for god is with us i said for god is with us whatever you do if god little with god is much the small boy's bread lunch of loaf and small fish was enough because god emmanuel jesus was with the boy hallelujah when god is with you little becomes much are you there yeah nothing becomes hundred you know god 
if you are even zero, when God stands by you, it increases. Even zero becomes ten. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. May God be with you. I say, may God be with you. You will never be confounded. You will never be ashamed. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Put your hands together. Please be seated. Take your offering. Take your offering. And as you give, those who are giving online, type the reference should be for God is with us. Or God with us. Amen. Or simply Emmanuel. Emmanuel. The offering we are taking is called Emmanuel. Amen. I said Emmanuel. Amen. God will be with you. Amen. Ha. I see a fountain of oil. Mahata and People are being anointed this morning. Ah, your hair will not lack ointment. Your garment will be white. Muriande Your righteousness will speak for you. Let they that contend against you. Let every one of their schemes and plans let it fail. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Who are sitting here? There's no one. There are seats here. Come closer to the front. You'll become a pastor. You'll be surprised. Why not? If there's a seat in front of you, occupy it. Get closer to the anointing. Amen. Hallelujah. So take your offering. God with us. Emmanuel, 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 Emmanuel. Hey, Yabaraba, Kiando, Sota Ande, Limohuta Hande, Lemando Telibande, Riando Sota. I prophesy over this seeds. I prophesy over this offering. I prophesy over this tithe. Take your tithe. Oh, yeah. Those watching me on uh, Microsoft Teams, take, take your offering. Take your tithe. Take your offering. Take your tithe. You know, because we ask that you can send your offering and tithe to the bank account, many people have stopped giving offering and many people have stopped giving tithe. A whole week can go by and nobody has given. Yes. So I want you to take your offering. Because sometimes you take the phone, it's like everybody is thinking that you are paying not knowing that you are deceived. Oh, don't do that. God is with you. I said, God is with you. Don't do that. And when you pay and the thing bounces back, don't think that, oh, God has returned my offering. No. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. It's not a miracle, man. It must go before the miracle begins. Hallelujah. Take your tithe. The tent. The tent. Some people don't pay tithe. Or you forget to pay it. Yeah. I'm going to be teaching on tithes maybe in October. God willing. Hallelujah. You will understand that the tithe is for your prosperity. Yeah. It's for your prosperity. You know, your understanding of things is what causes the thing to work for you. Something can be very good for you, but if you don't know how it works, you will not use it. It's even like softwares. You may have a, a, a program 
and have a very good one, better than the one you have. But if you don't know how to use it, you will still be using the one which is not good. How many understand what I'm talking about? Yeah. Because of your lack of understanding of the better one, you will stick to the old. You stick to the old one that is not as good. God, that is what... So many of us, our understanding of Titan is the old version. That has no work for you. But there's a new version that is coming. Hallelujah. Yeah, you understand. You understand. Because that is the secret of prosperity. That's the secret. Because when God curses you, it's not a good thing. So when you remove the presence of a curse, that does not come from Noah. Look at even the curse of Noah, what has done to the world. How much more the curse of God. You need to do whatever you can to avoid God having something against you. Hallelujah. Okay, so that will come in October by the grace of God. If I forget, remind me, October, I want to teach on tithing. So take your tithes, your offering, give something wonderful. Give 10,000. 10, it's a good offering. Don't think that 10,000 is too much. It's not too much at all. Give 5,000. Give 1,000. If you are here also, you want to sponsor, you can see that we don't have a gate and the fence have not been done. If you want to pay for it, please let us know. Those who said you will help us to plant, you've not brought it. We are still waiting. We are st- I'm, it's true. I'm waiting for it. Yeah. I'm waiting for all that. That is different from the tithe and different from the offering. That is a special seat towards church building. What do you think? Okay, so let's pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, let your presence engulf everyone under the sound of my voice. Those watching, wherever they are, Lord, let them suddenly feel the embrace. Let the circle of your arms be so real in the mighty name of Jesus. Emmanuel, Emmanuel, God with us. Lord, be with us. And if the Lord be for us, who can be against us? Nothing can be against us. Not even Satan. Not even, not even Satan himself. No, no. For the greater one is with us. You have promised never to leave us nor forsake us. Lord, oh God, rise on behalf of your sons and daughters. Lord, perform your counsel. Fulfill your word. Show us your mighty power. And let all the glory be unto your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Somebody clap for Jesus. Be thou not dismayed for the Lord thy God is with you and I. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Bishop. We are encouraged and strength is entering us. God is helping us in our finances, in our leadership, in our marriage, in your singlehood, my God, at university, in the workplace. We are being helped. What a pastor! I said, what a pastor! Stand to your feet and let me celebrate and welcome my mother and the son of Bishop Doug Harold Mills, my pastor, your pastor, Bishop.
Father in heaven, we thank you, we bless you for yet another opportunity to receive from you. May we not be the same, Lord. As your word comes, Lord, we pray for the spirit of understanding. That we will understand with our hearts that our situations, that our life, that everything about our lives will change because of your word. Father, have your way and do what you purpose to do today. Let your will be done. Let your grace abound. And above all, we ask that everyone under the sound of my voice will receive the benediction that comes through your word. We give you all the glory. We come against the works of darkness. We bind the powers of darkness that are ready to disturb and cause your word not to be understood. We deal with it and we say have your way in Jesus' mighty name. Holy Spirit of God, we thank you for your presence. You are most welcome. Have your way in Jesus' name. And all the saints shall shout and say Amen. Hallelujah. Somebody put your hands together and please be seated in heavenly places hallelujah amen all right so i've been sharing before we went to the camp and um, last week we were so blessed to have uh, bishop crucio in the house oh, some of you were not here how many could not come last week you were not here just wave oh oh really you missed out, but don't worry. The message is recorded. You can get it and listen to it. It will be a blessing to you. Amen. So we've been talking about what it means to catch the spirit of the ministry. Is that not it? Yeah. So that you know what is it that we do as a church. So that as you have joined the church and you are part of the church, you are not confused. You know. Hallelujah. Do you know that even if you are a professor in a specific field, when you are employed, you will still need orientation. Yeah? You cannot know enough that you don't need orientation. You need to be conducted around your new environment, where you've come to, where things are. Are you there? Yeah, so knowing what it means to carry the spirit of the ministry or to be part of the church you belong to does not mean that you are not around. Or you, no, it's very important. Hallelujah. And often companies will have refresher courses, they will go for retreat to remind themselves of what they have set out to do in case they are deviating, in case things are not the way they set out to do. How many understand what I'm talking about? Yeah, so we need to really understand the church that we belong to and be fully persuaded, okay, to be part of this family and know 
So that when you are talking, you don't say, oh, I, the last time I came to your church. No, it's your church. How can it be my church? How can it be my church? Ask the person that what you are saying. I mean, it's unfortunate. Tell the person, this, this your language is unfortunate. Ask the person, why do you say your, your church? I came to your church. No, say our church. Co- correct yourself. Tell the person, correct yourself. Yeah. Hallelujah. Very important. It's very important to know that God has brought you into a place that you need to know all there is to know so that you can fit in, you can enjoy the blessings that is upon the church. Amen. That is why when people go for interview, they may have the same qualification, but some are rejected, some are shortlisted to go for further interview. You have the qualification, but sometimes you don't fit in. You understand? When they look at how you're not fitting, the way we want to do our things here, we need somebody who accepts, okay, the company's, um, what do you call culture, organizational culture, okay, yeah, and our core competence so that we continue. Are you here? Yeah, so it's very important. So we began to... Uh, look at what it means to carry the spirit of the ministry. That everyone everywhere who is born again is already anointed. And being anointed is a little different from getting or catching the spirit of the ministry. Because the anointing is the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is always involved for somebody to be born again. Without the Holy Spirit, no one can be born again. Are you there? Yeah, so the time you got your first anointing is when you got born again. Because in Acts chapter 10, verse 30, the Bible says, How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. He anointed, God anointed. God did not pour oil. God did not pour, he anointed. The thing that was poured on Jesus was the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is the anointing. Is it easy to understand? Yeah, so when oil is poured on you, it doesn't mean you are anointed until the Holy Spirit comes on you. Amen. Yeah, so you can be wet, you can be oiled, and still not anointed. Are you here? Yeah, so how God anointed Jesus Christ with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed by the devil. Then he says, for God was with. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So when the Holy Spirit comes to be with you, oh, you are anointed. Be anointed in the name of Jesus. So I'm explaining to you that the first time you had encountered, you had an encounter with the Holy Spirit is when you got born again. When you received Jesus Christ as your personal savior, the one who recreated you, okay? So you get born again, your spirit is dead. The death that occurred in Genesis, when God said to Adam, the day that you eat of this uh, uh, fruit, of the knowledge of good and evil, you will surely die. The death that occurred 
the death that occurred in the garden was not a physical death. It was a spiritual death. To die spiritually is to be separated from God. Are you there? Yeah, that is why Jesus said to the people, God is not the God of the dead, but the living. Hallelujah. Yeah, and he said that God is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And these people were dead, but they were still alive because they were not separated from God. Are you here? So when you are not born again, when you are not recreated, your spirit is not recreated, you are separated from God. That is why when we were in the world, we did what we wanted to do and we did not feel bad. Hello? Yeah, you were living dead. You know, one of the definitions of, you know, something can be dead and still be alive. When you see somebody who has a stroke, sometimes the, 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 the person, the part of the body that is dead, does not respond to stimuli. You tag the person, it doesn't feel. We say that that portion is what? Dead, but still around. Do you understand? So you can be dead and still be around. That is what happened to man when we died in the garden. The spirit was dead, but we were still around. Just like somebody has a hand, a whole complete arm, but he cannot lift the arm, he cannot use the arm, he cannot, because the, that portion is dead. You can even burn it with fire. The person doesn't feel. So when you die spiritually, the spiritual death does not allow you to uh, commune with God. You don't feel after God. The fear of God is not there. Hello? Hi. Are you coming along? Yeah. So I'm saying that the, the time that you got the first anointing, the Holy Spirit actually operated in your life was when you got born again and you became alive. Then suddenly, the things that you used to do happily, now when you try to do it, you begin to feel very sad. Hello? Do I have a witness? That you of all people, you will do the same thing that you will regret and you will cry. Hello? Is it true or correct? Yeah. Okay, so that is different from catching the spirit of the ministry. Okay? The anointing that comes, the Holy Spirit coming there upon you, causing you to be born again. It is a little different from catching a specific spirit that comes upon somebody uh, on a ministry. And we read from uh, Numbers. Is it Numbers? Chapter 11. When we read the verse number 17, the Bible tells us how God had given Moses a great work to do and had led the people out of Egypt. They've come out and they needed to continue through till they get to the land of Canaan. And the work was too much for him to do and therefore he needed people. In fact, when you read the earlier uh, verses, Moses said that, God, if I have found favor with you, let me not see my wretchedness. Kill me and I will be happy. If I have found favor, I would like to die. Than to pastor without helpers. To pastor without people helping you is so heavy. It's burdensome. It's so disturbing. It's so worrying that Moses preferred to die than to pastor all alone. Hallelujah. 
That is why every church member, that's why we are talking about this, must, I mean, rise up to provide yourself as a helper to help the work of God. Can I hear your loudest amen? amen. In, I think, uh, Psalm 68, the Bible says, God sent the word. But great is the company of those who published it. So the word comes through one person, but great is the company that published it. Hallelujah. God doesn't call maybe 10 people together. He will always give the vision. Because if you have anything with double head, two heads, it's a beast. Hello? Things that have double heads. So God always calls a man, but he brings people to support. The Lord gave the word. Great was the company of those that published it. That's how God calls. God called Abraham. In fact, I verse says that, for I called your father Abraham alone. God calls people alone. He called Noah alone. Are you there? God called people alone, but he raised helpers. He called Moses alone, but he said, I have anointed Bezalel, and I have anointed people to help you. Hallelujah. May you be one of those who have been anointed to help your Moses. But how do you come to help? That's why we are talking about what it means to catch the spirit of the ministry. So God told Moses that yes, you can't do it alone. And you want people to, uh, you want help. But the help of people who don't know what you are trying to do. Are you here? The help of people who don't know what you are trying to do, it would be better to do it alone. The help of people who don't understand you. The help of people who think, who their thoughts and their thinking opposes your thought and your thinking. You, it would be better to be alone. Hello? Yeah, it would be better to be alone. So God said, that, look, I'm going to help you. Because you've asked me. And look at this. God, he gave Moses the way, but he waited till Moses asked for the help. Then verse number 17, he said, I will come down. He told him that bring 70 elders. And I will come down and talk with you there. And I will take of the spirit, of the what? Spirit, the anointing, which is upon you, Moses. And I will put it upon them. That's the 70. And they shall bear the burden of the people with thee. That thou bear it not thyself alone. Can I hear your loudest? Amen. Amen. So God says that I don't want you to bear the burden alone. I also agree that the burden is too much to be borne by one person. But until the people have your spirit. Until the people have your anointing. And this is what I'm saying. This anointing it is slightly different from the general anointing. This is a specific anointing that is upon Moses. Can I hear a loudest amen? amen? The anointing that came upon Moses was different from the anointing that was upon Elijah. The anointing that was upon Elijah was different from the anointing that was upon Abraham. So, if you want to operate like Moses, then you need a rod. Moses had a rod. Elijah had a mantle. He had a coat. 
So everybody is a little different. Hallelujah. So if you are under Moses and you are using a mantle, you are confused. I said, if you are under Moses and you need a mantle, then you are confused. Moses will give you a rod. Hallelujah. And it is not only this. Even Jesus spoke about it when the angels came and spoke about the birth of John the Baptist. He spoke about the fact that the anointing for you to do what you, somebody has done, you need the person's anointing. You cannot do what somebody is doing except you have the person's spirit. Hallelujah. So in Luke chapter 1, I believe when you read from verse number uh, 16 or 17, Luke chapter 1, verse number 16. Okay. And many of the children of Israel shall he turn unto the Lord their God. Okay. They are talking about John the Baptist. He will turn many of the children of Israel unto the Lord their God. Verse number 17. And he shall go before him in the spirit and in the power of what? Elias or Elijah. Say John the Baptist is going to carry the anointing of Elijah. So unless, you see, sometimes when you operate, we can see that who, 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 that's why we find out who is your father. Who? Because you, ministry is patterned after others. Even Jesus, the prophecy about Jesus, the Bible says that he will go in the spirit. It said, a prophet like Moses will the Lord your God raise unto you. Do you understand? Jesus, he came in the spirit, in the anointing. Of Moses. And Moses is called a turning point prophet. Yeah. When Moses comes, situation changes around. People are set free. People are delivered. People come out of captives. People are delivered. I'm telling you. Miracles and different things happen. Amen. Yeah, you 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 come out of difficulty. So the Bible talks about Jesus that he will he will raise a prophet like unto Moses. Amen. Amen. So you cannot be in lighthouse and have Christ's embassy anointing. Amen. Hello? Amen. You cannot be a pastor in lighthouse and you are operating with women's chapel anointing. Amen. There is an anointing upon women's chapel which is upon Bishop David Oyedepo. Hallelujah. Even when you are in lighthouse and you are listening to Bishop Oyedepo, whatever you listen will be changed into the anointing in the house. I'm telling you. It will be changed into the anointing in the house. Even if you listen to Pastor Chris, whatever you hear, it will be changed into the anointing in the house. I'm telling you. Do you think that you will go and see uh, pastor Chris's pastor, they have Bishop Oyedepo have Bishop's books. They read it, but it is you see, it's like a, a container. When you put a bottle uh, water in, it takes the shape of the container. The basic foundation anointing, the vessel is essentially a, 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 I mean, a vessel and a container that is coming from a specific place. So when something comes from even some other source into it, it takes the shape 
It takes the shape of the vessel, the original vessel that you have. Can I hear a loudest amen? Yeah, so you can read other books. You can buy the basic anointing, the anointing, the foundation. That's what happens. Unless you are weaned of your mother's breast, you don't start eating solids. And sometimes people get born again. They have not been weaned from their spiritual father's breast. And they are eating things that make them have running tummy. Because you see somebody, you can't even see. He's like a mystery. He's like a mystery. Today he's preaching like Bishop Dan. Tomorrow he's preaching like, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Bishop Duncan Williams. And Bishop Duncan Williams. Tomorrow he's preaching like uh, Pastor Chris. Another time he's preaching like Bishop Williams. It's confusing. Get, you see, when you have been weaned, everybody knows that you have received something from this soul, the, this or that. The container is essentially this one, but you can see the traces. Hallelujah. Amen. So, kind the anointing of the ministry, what it means to cut the anointing. Amen. Amen. And that is what the Bible says. It says that he will go, uh, this one, okay, Acts chapter 3. For Moses truly said unto the fathers, a prophet shall the Lord your God raise up unto you of your brethren, like unto me. Him shall he hear in all things, whatsoever he shall say unto you. Yeah. Moses told them that, yeah, I'm going, but a prophet like unto me, that the Lord your God will raise unto you. I was talking about Jesus. That he will be a prophet after my order and kind. A turning prophet. Turning point prophet. May you be a turning point prophet. Hallelujah. Are you there? So Luke 127. We will be living very soon. So the Bible said that. uh, Yeah. And he shall go before him in the spirit and power of Elias. To turn the heart of the fathers to the children. And the disobedient to the wisdom of the just and to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Amen. So he said that look, John the Baptist is going to carry the mantle. The Bible says it clearly. The Bible says it clearly. That John the Baptist is going to carry an anointing. Because in the Bible, everything is seen. Another time I will will share something with you. Because whatever you see, it is a, a type it's a type. What we are seeing is a type. Hallelujah. Yeah. And do you know what Jesus said in Acts chapter 9? After chapter 9, I believe verse number 10 and 11. He was talking about, look at the verse number 10. And there was a certain disciple at Damascus named Ananias. And to him said, the Lord in a vision. Okay. Go to number 11. Uh, and the Lord said unto him, Arise, go and, okay. No. I'm looking, maybe go to uh, chapter 8. Jesus spoke. Mark, Mark, you should go to Mark, not at Mark. Mark chapter 9, verse 10. Sorry, it's not at. Mark chapter 9, verse 10. It said, 
And they kept saying, okay, questioning. They kept that saying with themselves, questioning one with another, what the rising from the dead should be. Okay, verse number. And they asked him, saying, why say the scribes that Elias must first come? So Jesus was talking to them and he said, Elias must first come. Go to verse number 12. And he answered and told them, Elias very come first and restore all things. And how it is written of the Son of Man that he must suffer many things and be set at naught. Okay, 13. But I say unto you that Elias is indeed come and they have done unto him whatsoever they listed as it is written of him. So Jesus was talking to him, to the people. He said, oh, you know, that before the Lord will come and the Elijah, that somebody will come. I said, but why are you saying all these things? He said, yeah, that's what the Bible says. I said, but you said that Elias must come before the Lord come, but we know you are the Lord. I said, oh, you guys did not see. Elijah has already come. I said, Elias has already taken. Hmm? And I say unto you that Elias is indeed come. And they have done unto him whatsoever it is listed. He said, Elijah has come. John the Baptist carried the spirit of Elijah. He has come. So if we're looking for the Elijah that you're talking about, John the Baptist, he carried the spirit of Elijah. This is Jesus speaking. Hallelujah. So I'm trying to let you understand that it is very necessary. It's important. You cannot do Unless you have been given. When Elijah was taken to heaven in, I think, Second uh, Kings, you read when the people, the 51 prophets in the prophet school, when they saw Elijah, they said, The spirit of Elijah doth rest on Elijah. The spirit of Elijah doth Rest on Elijah. Hallelujah. Is it there? And when the sons of the prophets, which were, which were to view at uh, Jericho, saw him, they said, the spirit of Elijah doth rest on Elijah. Can you see it? And they came to meet him and bowed themselves to the ground before him. Hallelujah. Amen. So Elisha could not do the works of Elijah until he had the spirit of Elijah. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So it is very important. That's what I'm saying. That this anointing or the spirit that is upon a ministry is a little different. It's a little different from the general anointing. Okay. That comes over people. And you need of necessity. It's my duty and my responsibility not to allow somebody to become a pastor when he has not caught the spirit of the ministry. Hello? Uh, yeah. Because we are sons and daughters. And it's very important because when you don't catch the spirit of the ministry, your mind will work different from how the mind works. What we spoke of, the philosophy. Do you understand? So the anointing affects the mind. We saw it. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest on him. The spirit of wisdom and understanding. The spirit of what? Counsel and might. The spirit of 
knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. So you see that when the spirit comes up, it affects the way you think. So the trend of thinking is going to be affected. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. amen. We are just about closing. Don't worry. So we spoke about the things that will let you know you have caught the spirit. Because when a spirit comes upon you, it causes you to think. That is basically what a spirit causes you. When a thought occurs to you, a spirit has spoken to you. Hello? Did you know that? When somebody is speaking, it's empowered by a spirit. Have you seen that some of the software, you see the software, it's empowered by? Yeah. When you are speaking, it's powered by a spirit. <laughs> Hallelujah. Sometimes somebody is spo- just speaks and says, powered by demons. Powered by. Yeah, somebody speaks and says, this one is powered by demons. This one is powered by the Holy Spirit. Yeah, that's what you need. The next time you see somebody is talking, just do a powered by Amen? Because, listen to me. When Jesus asked Peter, who do men say that I am? Nobody could see it and nobody knew it. But Peter just spoke. He said, you are the son of the living God. You are the Christ. And Jesus said that this one, flesh and blood, has not received, revealed it unto you. But my father, a spirit, God is a, yeah, powered by the father himself. Tell somebody, powered by the father. Then, right after that, Jesus told Peter, I'm going to die. They will crucify me. I will suffer. Then Peter said, no, 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 no. It shall not be. So he began to rebuke Jesus that you can't die. Then Jesus turned and said, hey, powered by Satan himself. Tell somebody, powered by. So, you see, one person, one time he was powered by the father. The next time he was powered by Jackie himself, not even a demon. It says, Satan gave thee behind me. So, be careful what you hear and how you hear it. Because what you are hearing is powered by a spirit. But whether it's the Holy Spirit or evil spirit, it's the content that will let you know. Tell somebody, I'm going to decode what is powering people's speeches. Hallelujah. How many understand what I'm talking about? Yeah, so, you know, you speak from your mind. So, when the talk comes to you, when the power, the Holy Spirit or whatever spirit comes over you and is giving you ideas, you cannot help it but begin to speak. Do do you get it? Yeah. You look into the Bible, everywhere the Holy Spirit came, they began to speak in tongues. Acts chapter 2, on the day of Pentecost, the Holy Ghost came, they spoke. Acts chapter 10, in Acts chapter 19, everywhere the Spirit came, they were speaking in tongues. Hallelujah. So you cannot speak without the Spirit. Hallelujah. Powered by the Spirit. Hallelujah. So what are the eight things that we need to catch? What are the eight things? 
What are the eight things that we need to catch? Okay. Am I preaching? Okay. So it's very important. It's very important that when you understand and you cut these things, you have to know that you've caught the spirit of the ministry. Amen. Because when you catch it, you begin to think like the leadership. And you begin to see and understand exactly what they are doing. And you are able to support it. Hallelujah. The only way to catch the spirit of the ministry is to company with them. Is to be in their company. If you are not here doing Sunday service, if you don't come for camps, if you don't come for outreaches, if you don't come for hearing and seeing campaign, if you are doing understanding campaign, you are not here. Dancing stars. If you don't join a group, you don't you will not understand why we do what we do. And you wouldn't know how to do what we are doing. Amen. If you think about it, if I ask you right now to come and lead prayer, you will even begin to find out, hey, how do we uh, lead prayer? Not that you have not seen prayer being led before, but you just ask yourself, when I ask you to lead prayer, you notice that you wouldn't know which one to start. Are you going to pray for yourself or your grandmother? You begin to see that, hey, <laughs> you are not sure. Hallelujah. So we spoke about the eight things that you need to catch. What was the first one? The vision of the house. What is the vision of the house? So winning and check planting. Are you winning souls now? Hello? Have you become a soul winner? Are you ready to plant a church? <laughs> Somebody is quiet. What is the second thing that you need to catch? The number two. What is the principles of the house? The principles of the house is essentially the word of God. If it's not in the Bible, we cannot do it. Mr. Pastor, Mr. Bishop, Mr. Basenta Leader, powered by the Bible. <laughs> Tell somebody, powered by the Bible. Hallelujah. Number three. What is the third one? The philosophy. What is the philosophy of the house? Oh, oh, yeah, the philosophy is the trend of what? Thinking, how our mind works. Our mind works. If you are here for some time, you'll be see, you begin to notice that three words will join your vocabulary. Please. You see that you'll be saying yes, please. You see that you'll be saying sorry. And before you notice, you are saying thank you. Before I'm telling you, before you notice, you are saying, yes, please. I'm sorry. Thank you. You will be affected. Before you notice, you are saying, Chale. What a shock. What a shock. What a shock. After you've company with it, you see that that's how your mind works. You did not even try. It's not like you learned it. or No, before you notice, it has become part of you. Before you notice, you are writing pa, or you are saying that you are talking ah. It is effortless. It becomes part of you. 
Hallelujah. So do you know the philosophy of the house? How do our mind work? We think that educated people can also do the ministry. Yeah, our mind work that we should marry early. That's our philosophy. Hello? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, before grasshopper becomes a burden. <laughs> our mind works that church burdens are important in establishing a church. So we don't believe in a pastor having the Porsche car in the whole of Cape Town and being intent or renting a building. Do you understand? We want you to build a church building for the church members before you think about a nice car. If you are renting, don't think about. We also, our philosophy is that we don't like borrowing. We don't borrow. If we don't have it, we, yeah, we have uh, our, our mind thinks in this way that we can do things on cash basis. We are not trying to impress anyone. Do, do you understand? Yeah. We've been here. We don't have plans. We don't have money to do. We will wait. When we have the money, we don't buy things on accounts. The pastors don't borrow money from the church members. No, no, it may be done at your old church. But here, we don't borrow money from... Yeah, we don't do that. Hmm? You see, the other pastors are educated. We believe in education. That even if you are called, you can... The, the, the founder is a doctor. The assistant is a lawyer. They, you see, that everybody is, is not, I'm called, so I'm going out of school. No. No. No, you can go to school and still pastor. You can, you get it. That's how our mind works. So if you are here, you need to allow your mind to work in line with the philosophy. Yeah. You cannot just close your eyes because you've been born again. You stop thinking. You can't stop thinking because you are born again. You need to think. Even that is when you are going to think more. Amen. Amen. The fourth is the standards of the house. We did the fourth one. What is the standard of the house? We expect people to be faithful. Husband to be faithful. And wives alike. Amen. Amen. I'm preaching. It's a good message. Yeah. The standard of the house is that we expect faithfulness in marriages. Amen. Are you there? We don't intend to compromise on standards. Are you there? We don't expect ministers to be perfect, but we want all ministers, people who are leaders, to be honest. Hallelujah. You need to have a moral integrity. Amen. Yeah, that's the standards of the house. That's the standard. That's the standards of the house. Yes, you may not be perfect, but you need to be honest. Yeah, that's the standards of the house. So if you, we don't compromise. <laughs> we don't compromise. We believe that the Bible does not allow gays and lesbians as pastors. So we also don't allow. That's the standard. 
not even as a pastor, we will not allow you as a lesbian or a gay to be a shepherd. Because if you are a shepherd, then you can become. It's like, if you are an arm robber and you are a shepherd, then you can continue to be a pastor arm robber. You get, so, we think that all these are different problems that we, we are having. Different people have different problems. So, honestly, you need to leave the problem behind so that you can help other people. Are you understanding that? We believe that you need to speak in tongues. If you don't speak in, that's the standard. Kamahuta. Riando, Sota, Riandaraba. If you are, you, you don't speak in tongues, we'll pray for you till you speak in tongues. You cannot become a leader who don't speak in tongues. Hello? Yeah. You cannot become a pastor who don't pay tight. We believe in, I'm talking about the standards. So how do you come find yourself to be a pastor who don't speak in tongues? It means that your prayer life is silly. And how will you lead the other people to pray in tongues? How will you lead other people? We believe in praying for long hours. We believe in praying for long hours. We pray. Hey! <laughs> we think, but we also pray. Yeah, when we are thinking, we think as though there is no God. We, yeah, we think we cross all the teeth and we dot all the eyes. We use scientific research. We, yes, that's why we educate. We think as though there is no God factor. Then when we finish the thinking, we pray as though there is no plan. We pray as though we've not been to school. It's as though everything depends on God. Yeah, the two. I'm telling you. When we are planning, huh, you'll be surprised that we will even buy data to help us. You will not see Bishop going to do a crusade in a place and he doesn't know the population. We need to know the population of the nearby towns. We need to have, oh, yeah, we need to know the number of people there. Because before the crusade, we can know the number of people who will come. We will know where we are going to go to. We are not certain that and say that we believe God will bring the people. No, 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 no. We don't do anything like that. After we say we are having a crusade in Kailicha, the first thing is that let's find what is the data in Kailicha. What is the population? Who are the people there? What are the languages? What are the, uh, the demography? The, the, what should we expect? Do you understand? What is the size of Kailicha? How much uh, fuel will be needed? How much car can come? Uh, we, the logistics, we plan it. And we send how many people will be needed. We plan everything. Then after that, we say that now, we need to pray. Then we can pray 100 to 200 hours for the crusade. As though, ah, there are people who are Going, doing different things, doing the everyday things to do concerning the crusade. So if you see somebody succeeding, it's not only planning. It's the, it's the power of God and the wisdom of God. Hallelujah. Are you here? Yeah. We believe in education. We believe in scientific research. We believe in medicine. We will not say that uh, don't take the vaccine if you take the vaccine, you don't have faith. No. 
No. No. No. If your faith tells you that you shouldn't take it, it's not from us. You can refuse to take it. But we as a church, we believe in scientific research. Amen. You could not. I mean, if you could not resist a, a, a headache, you could have headache, your faith could not prevent it. <laughs> Do you understand? Right. Yeah, if you Maybe my faith has prevented it. My personal faith. But I will not even put my personal faith on your faith. Because you don't pray. You don't believe in anything. So why do I superimpose my faith on you when you don't even believe what the Bible says? So you believe that grandpa will cure your headache? Get it. We'll pray for you to get it. You believe that God will heal you? Go for it. It's your personal faith. But I said, do you understand what I'm talking about? Yeah. God gave wisdom. God gave wisdom for people to even invent medication. Yeah, read the Bible. It says the, 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 there will be a tree that will bear fruit. Okay? And the leaves of the tree will be for the healing of the nations. It's in the Bible. There will be no more curse. Yeah, every month there will be fruit coming from the tree. And the leaves of that tree will be for the healing of the nation. You, you, you will see that a leaf can heal you. Are you there? And the river upon the bank thereof, on the side of that side, shall grow all trees for meat. Those leaves shall, be, shall not fade, neither shall the fruit thereof be consumed. It shall bring forth new fruit according to his months, because there are waters they issue out of the sanctuary, and the fruit thereof shall be for meat, and they live thereof for medicine. It's in your Bible. Powered by the word of God. Hallelujah. So, the standards. Okay, so, the next one is the doctrine of the house. Number five is the doctrine. The doctrine we believe in the Bible. Our doctrine and our belief. What is a doctrine? Doctrine is the trend of teaching. In the Greek, it's called didache. Didache. Doctrine. The the teachings, the trend of teaching. What is the trend of teaching? We teach on soul winning. We teach on faithfulness, loyalty, and disloyalty. Amen. Yeah. We teach on it, the trend of teaching. Some churches teach on demonology, prosperity, dominion. We believe in all that, but which one? Some churches is also holiness, faith, different, different things. But you notice that when you are teaching on soul winning, when you will need faith to win souls. <laughs> you will need holiness to establish a church. You, there are things that when you do, you see that it's not compatible with other things. It forces you that all the other ones will begin to work. Hallelujah. So 
that you see when you look at the books over at the top they are all loyalty and disloyalty books so we have one of you is a devil it's, it's a subject on loyalty and disloyalty those who are proud those who honor you those who are dangerous sons those who leave you those who accuse you those who are ignorant those who forget those who pretend then the master that brought all loyalty and disloyalty you can see that the teachings and you all the books that we have it's about ministry <laughs> it's about the work of god so the trend of teaching when we believe in shepherding so you can have shepherding book act of shepherding how you can become a shepherd. You see the shepherding book there. We believe in leadership. Do you understand? Yeah, the teachings are there. We believe in building. We believe in building. The anointing to build. Planting churches, church growth. I mean, all it's all there. So the, the, the trend of teaching is what we call the doctrine of the house. Amen. It will be amazing that we give you a microphone to preach a day and you come and speak about prosperity. It's not our main line of teaching, but we are prosperous. If you look, are we not prosperous? Yeah, so it's not what you are teaching that even causes anything. Amen. Yeah, we are prosperous. Another doctrine. Another teaching in the house is called anakazo. Compelling them. They drive them necessitate. Hmm? Yeah. The, the compelling power. A force to get somebody to go to heaven. We are saying that we are not. It's a teaching in the house. That you cannot allow people to go to hell because you are a nice guy. You don't want people to say that ah, you are too much on their face. For heaven, we say you must compel somebody to go to heaven. And that is the doctrine called Anakazo. Where is that scripture? Who knows the scripture? Luke chapter 14. If you are a member of the church, you need to know that scripture because it's one of our doctrine. Sometimes we come to church and we say that we are going for an akazo. You are going to compel somebody who is not ready to come to church to come to church and get born again. Yeah, you see, that October, we will be doing it. We come to church, we pray, say, we are going 10 minutes. We are all going out. Take your car, you are going to compel somebody to bring the person to church. That is an akazo. We practice it. Amen. Yeah. There's a day people who are staying with you do an account, so you bring them to church, whether they like it or yes. Yeah. You, you necessitate, you compel, you force. Because it's in the Bible. The, the Bible said a great man made a supper. Okay, and he invited so many people and one after the other, they began to make excuses. One said, I have married a wife. One said, I'm going to, I've bought a land. One says, uh, uh, excuse me, have me excused. I'm going to attend to my oxen. And the Lord said, okay, leave them and go into the byways and the hedges 
and compel them. And the Lord said unto the self, go out into the highways and the hedges and compel them to come in that my house may be what? Filled. The word, the, the, that word, compel. That word there, compel, is the word anakazo. Anaka, it means compel, force, necessitate, drive, push, threaten. Threaten them into my house. Yeah. The churches are not full because there is no threat. People are not threatened to go to heaven. People are not forced to come to church. People are not driven. People are not compelled. They are not necessitated. They are not forced. I don't want to start. All of you are forced people to do things today. But when it comes to God, has somebody not forced you before? I'm asking you a question. You cannot say uh, you you give me the answer when you see me. I'm asking you a question. Have you not been forced before or have you not forced somebody before? Hmm? You want to see me later? You don't know how I got to know it. You want to, how did I get to know? Whether you have forced somebody or somebody has forced you. Yeah. You have forced somebody or somebody has forced. But when it comes to God forcing somebody to go to heaven, now you, you in particular, you don't want to force anyone. I don't want to force anyone. Look at your face. Look at your face that you say you don't want. When it was nice to you, when it was you, you were forcing people. I'm preaching. I said, I'm preaching. Yeah. Have you not been forced before? Have you not been forced before? You need to just, just, yeah, you've been forced. Why are you not allowing yourself to be forced also to go to heaven? Even that one day, you were forced. It's not wrong at all. How many are going to force people to go to heaven? We have no apology. It's one of our doctrine. It's called what? Anakazo. Somebody lift your hands and say, Anakazo. Anakazo. You know what the Bible says? Since the time of John the Baptist, the kingdom of God suffered violence. But the violent will take it by force. If you don't take certain things by force, your family members will go to hell. Yeah, some of them, you need to force them that, you know, we are going. We are going. Oh, can we go next? No, 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 no. Now! Now. And don't be worried. Don't think too much that, oh, I don't want to force the person. When the person ends up in heaven and he doesn't like it, he should jump out. He should go. The person will be so thankful that you force the person. Hallelujah. Yeah, even some of you who did not want to go to school, you were forced to go to school. Yeah. You were forced to go to school. You were forced to learn. You were beaten. I don't want to talk about the bathroom. They have have to beat you before you bath. And when you bath, you go and bath within 30 seconds and you come. Today you are smelling good. I said today you are smelling good and you don't even know 
You don't say thank you to the people who beat you and forced you to bath. Can I come to brushing your teeth? Can I come there? Today, not only do you brush your teeth, but you have mouthwash. I said today, you don't only brush your teeth, but you have mouthwash. Yeah, and you have a gold tooth. Once in a while, you'll be flashing it. When you are dead, then you flash it. <laughs> like a, 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 a Billy go to have seen something. <laughs> you of all people, now you have mouthwash, different things to control the uh, bad breath that you have. But they have to beat you. If you don't brush your teeth, you know it. They say you prefer not to eat. You were threatened. You were compelled. You were threatened. You were forced. You were driven. For you to... And today, look at you. Force them to come to church. Force them to speak in tongues. Force them to be born again. I'm telling you. One day you will see them as preachers. One day you will see them preaching and teaching. It's part of our doctrine. It's called Amakazo. Don't forget it. Write it somewhere. Luke chapter 11, uh, 14, verse number 23. Go and read the story and circle. There's a book called Amakazo. If you don't have it, get it. And you don't have the Makarios. This is the book. Small book like that. It will change your life. Amen. You notice that even without Amakazo, you can't prosper. You are phlegmatically trying to prosper in this economy. If you don't force, you will ne- I'm telling you. You want to prosper? By osmosis. <laughs> you want to pro- prosper? By the movement of molecules. From a religion of what? Low concentration to a religion of higher concentration through a semi-permeable memory. Osmosis. That's a, you, want, you want the thing to move like it will not happen. You need to force prosperity. You need, I'm telling you. There are things that well, you need to know. That this thing, if you don't force it, it is not going to work. To pass your exams, you need anakazo. To go to heaven, you need anakazo. To have employment, you need anakazo. To maintain your favor, you need anakazo. To lose weight. I don't want to come there. Without Anakazo. Without Anakazo. If you don't force, if you don't compel. If you, I'm telling you. If you don't, you will always use a stomach band. You will always be. There are people who are wearing stomach band over here. When they go home and they remove, you see that the tummy comes like that. Because they are not using Anakazo. Young man, you are not 30, but you have become Obolo. Even when you are going to sleep, the, the, your body can call for food. I'm telling you. When, I'm te- before you notice, your cheeks are drooping. Before you notice, you see that one of your hand, your arms, it doesn't fit into your jacket. 
there is nothing that is going to be given to you on a silver platter. Employment will never you'll be there. Somebody has expressed interest, he wants to marry you. Don't use anacazo. Before you know it, you said, I have changed my mind. You need anacazo. Yeah, anacazo prayers. To, I will show you how to pray anacazo prayers. Yeah. You need to tell the Lord, Lord, let him love me. Hey. Let him not see the other ladies. Let him not change his mind, Lord. My God. Lord, touch his heart. My God. Let him do what he has said. Let him not change. You be there. You be there and tell him. Be there. You are waiting for the Lobola. Before you notice, he says that I have been thinking. Anakazo. Anakazo. Tell somebody compelling. Forcing. Threatening. Yeah. Necessitating. Driving. Forcing. Yeah. It's our doctrine. It's our doctrine. Anakazo. Amen. Anyone who has not read this book, Anakazo, there is lack in your life, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. There's prosperity by you that you've not seen it unless you see Anakazo. Yeah. Your employers will promote you if you know how to do Anakazo. You'll be there and think that it will buy it will come by tergidity or plasmolysis or osmosis or diffusion. You want the thing to diffuse. It is not going to happen. You need to nest. Look intentionally. Don't be there planning that when you are coming to church on Sunday, your walking will be nice and your dressing will be nice. You need an account. He said the great man, he, 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 he did what? He prepared a supper and he invited, intentionally invited people. Plan your combination. Don't be there Sunday morning, you wear, then you are coming like uh, art colors. <laughs> a lady like you. Every lady, learn even how to walk. Let your walking be nice. Don't be there moving like a lady is not a guy. You are not a soldier. Then you are walking in power. You are always walking in power. You are walking in power. Walking in miracles. I live a life of favor. I know. Yeah, I know. You know you who you are. But use an akazo. I said use an akazo. I said use an akazo. By an akazo, you are learning how to walk. By an akazo, you are even learning how to smile. Some of your smiles, though, when you smile, all the distance is out. Ah! <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. This is your laughter. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lady like you. When you sit, you sit like this. Oh! Learn how to sit. Learn how to... I'm telling you. All is in Anakazu. You prepare yourself. Even you need to prepare if somebody comes in proposal. What will you say? You've not... Anakazu person prepare. Some of you have not prepared. If an important person says I love you, what will you say? 
a lady you sit, you sit like this nicely, but you are sitting like this. One of your legs is in East Africa, and another one is in West Africa, and your bum is in South Africa. What kind of problem you are bringing? And you don't know why we have preached all this, and nobody is interested in you. You need an akazo. Am I preaching to anybody? Uh, hey, you guys, my time is up. The doctrine of the house. Number six. The procedures of the house. I'm trying. Procedures of the house. What is the procedures? The way things are done here. The way things are done here. You need to know how things are done here. Over here. You cannot go and propose to a lady that you don't know when you are going to get married to her. The lady is not coming to learn any... She is not apprentice in, in, in your life. What is she coming to learn? So I want to study her. Study her from afar. Don't come and break any lady's heart. So Pastor, what about you somebody? If you are not ready, the only condition to propose to somebody is when you know your married date. You don't know when you are getting married. Just stay where you are. You have gone to tell her you are interested in her. You are wasting her time. And you are going to disappoint her. Other people needed to marry her. You, you have wasted. And at the end of the day, many people are bitter. Many people cannot forgive because you've wasted her, her time. Yeah, and we don't allow long relationships. Say, when are you going to marry your proposal? In eight years' time. Eight years! Oh, maybe, Pastor, I will reduce it to four years. Four years is still too long. The maximum, the maximum is two years. Anything over and above two years, don't worry any lady. You know her in church. Learn about her in church. Ask her friends. Learn about. Do, do you understand? If you come to somebody to say, Hello, baby. The intention of what you are saying is that I want to get married to you. That is the meaning of what you are saying. So if you are not ready, just steady her from afar. Don't break people's hearts. Every month you enter into a new relationship. Are you here? I'm talking about procedures of the house. This is how things are done over here. Amen. Yeah. If you are a daughter of the house, Papa, if somebody comes and says, I love you, you we register relationship in this church. Yeah, relationship, not married. Relationships are registered. So that you cannot go and be, be yeah. We know that you have a good intention. You cannot be in a relationship with four people at the same time. That's why we register. Because some, some of the guys is talking to this one, is talking to four people. One rap is, is working on four people. Not only the guy, now the ladies are also learning it. The ladies are also in the four different guys. You are juggling together, seeing which one. 
You cannot help it when four people come and propose to you. You cannot help it. But you cannot accept all. You cannot accept all. Why? Are you a franchise? No, 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 you cannot. You cannot. If somebody has proposed to you, you don't know whether it's the person or another person. You tell the person that, well, there's somebody who has come to I'm still praying. So I will add what you said to I will pray about you too. That, that, that is the truth. I, I've, not, I've not said yes to you. I'm telling you that there's somebody already. Or two people have proposed to me that I'm praying about. I'm thankful for showing interest in me. I don't know. Like I've been told, I want to pray who God wants me to. Will you mind if I add you to the people I'm praying about? So okay, add me. Add me. Add me. Because when you accept, you cannot say that, okay, I'm, I'm saying, I've accepted this one, but I want to break up with, with him. So no, 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 no. No, 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 no. When you say yes, yes means yes. That's maturity. That's how things are done in the house. Hello? Are you here? You've said this, yes to this one, yes to this one, yes to this. No. And in our church, we do extensive marriage counseling. Yeah. We do extensive marriage for six months. And we don't start marriage counseling till your father and your mother or your family is aware of it. Oh, yeah. That's how things are done. You may have seen yourself and say, oh, I love you. Say, I love you, Coco. I love you, Bubu. It's okay. But you are from a family. So we are not going to join you together until your family and her family has consented that they are aware. They are aware that you are planning to get married. How many? Are, that's how things are done. I'm talking about procedures. So if you think that you are going to just call a friend, you see some people they get married. Their friends are the ones who sign. Their parents don't know anything at all. You're giving yourself away. I give myself away so you can use me. Yeah, you'll be used. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I stand. All I have is in your hands. I give myself away. So, young boy, you can misuse me. Yeah, you'll be misused. Let, and some people even had the audacity to tell people that they have found in their church that I love you, but don't let pastor know. Don't let anybody know about it. Be, beware of all those who want to enter into secret relationship with you that nobody knows about. You think that and you think that, oh, it's uh, genuine. What, what will pastor do? Pastor will only advise you to do the right thing. That these are the things, the rules for being a beloved, being in a relationship. You cannot kiss you cannot sit alone in a room dark somewhere. We cannot put your hand under a skirt. We tell you all that. We don't, yeah, there are rules. That's why he doesn't want you to come. Because the intention is, 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 is not clear. I'm talking about procedures. This is just how things are done over here. 
You cannot go to a Bible school somewhere and bring your certificate that we should appoint you a pastor here. It doesn't happen here. The pastor, the next pastors in this church are those who are in our Bible school. They go to our Bible school. See, we've sent some people who have gone for full time. There are people, are there people here who are in the Bible school? Wave, 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 and let me see. Yeah, DMM people. Yeah, School of Solid Foundation, Victorious Living, Apologetics. Yeah, there are people who are in school. There are classes going on all the time. They are trained. They are being trained. Because we don't need only certificates. We also want the character. That is just how things are done over here. Say, I'm very anointed. Oh, I have a gift. When I blow on the people, they will all fall. They fall. We thank God. But we don't know your character. We don't know where you've been. Amen. So have you been to a Bible school somewhere? You want to be part of us? Join the team. Become a member. Become a, a, a shepherd. Become a basenta leader. Follow the procedure. Amen. Amen. Become a center leader. Be around and know us. Hallelujah. And let us also know you. Is that not what the Bible says? In Acts chapter 1 verse number 21 and 22. When Judas died and they wanted a replacement, what did the Bible say? Look at Wherefore of all these men which have accompanied with us all the time that the Lord Jesus went in and out among us, beginning from the baptism of John unto the same day that he was taken up from us. Must one be ordained to be a witness hmm, with us of his resurrection? You notice that when they were looking for somebody to replace an apostle, they did not say they are looking for somebody who is anointed, a new person who is gifted, who is influential, who has money, who... No, they say we need somebody who has company with us. Sundays, he is here. Amen. When we are having outreach, she is with us. When we go for camp, she is part of us. She is company with us. She knows all we do. Hallelujah. She is part of us. The, the only qualification they were looking, somebody who has been around. So those of you that when we are sharing the grace, and now, may the grace that you do your, on your marks, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the love of God, uh-huh. uh, the communion, the fellowship, the contribution, the participation, <laughs> and the 10,000 children, which include all the important people for my life. And the first, we, we don't even do the, then you are, you are gone. You are nowhere to be found. How will you know what we do after service? When you become a pastor, what will you do after service? You need to company with us that the actual church happens after the church. The church after church. The meetings after church. The classes after church. The fellowship after church. The discussions after church. The different things that happens. The prayer after, after the main church. That is what actually builds us up, trains us. Amen. Yeah. You may have your album. You cannot come and say, you just, yeah, you sing like a, a, a parrot. You can't come and, you need to join the choir, the praise and worship. Be part. We are not looking for talented people. We are looking for faithful, faithful people. 
who have company with us, who have caught the spirit. Hallelujah. And every, there is no, there is no uh, favoritism. You can be here. You determine. It's like, just like doing a professional course. You determine when you, you graduate. Some people use uh, two, three years to finish their training. And you can even use one year. It's up to you. You can do your courses. You can learn and do it and become. Amen. Do you like the procedures of the house? Yeah, there are procedures of the house. Say, Pastor, I don't know. How can I uh, remove your assistant and become... <laughs> Where are you going? <laughs> In our church, one of the procedures of the house is that we take two offerings. It's a procedure. It's a procedure. You, see, you need to understand where you belong to. The procedure is that we take first offering and we take a second offering. Each of them with the tithe. Amen. Yeah. Sometimes by the time you are taking the first offering, most people are late. They are not there. Are you there? Yeah. And sometimes the second offering. And also it's according to the scriptures. Ecclesiastes chapter 11 verse 6. That in the morning sow thy seed, and in the evening withhold not thy hand. Amen. This is our procedure. And we call our tithe the first and best. According to Proverbs chapter uh, 9 verse number 3. This procedure. The procedures of the house. Amen. Amen. What again? So if you are going to be a leader, you must accept the procedures of the house. You must accept it. And don't say that, hey, that, the things that you do know, the things that we do, you are part of it. Hallelujah. Amen? Amen. Yeah. The procedure of the house is that to be a full-time. How many would like to be full-time ministers? You want to come? Yeah. To be a full-time, you must have been a successful lay pastor. Yeah, you need to be a lay pastor. I was a, a lay pastor for 10 years. So if you want to be a full-timer, then you, you see, if you are not successful as a lay pastor, how will you be successful as a full-timer? Amen. Amen. Yeah. That is what introduces all this, uh, what do you call it? Uh, the voluntary. People who come from school that they have not been uh, volunteers, voluntary pastors, for them to be successful pastors. You want to come from, to say what, that's what you want to do. Okay, somebody will help you, but you will volunteer so we see that your work, okay, you are serious with what you're saying to do, then you can become full-time. Amen? Yeah. So, as a lay pastor, as you pastor, you do this. And that's your period of volunteering. Lay pastor, laicos. So to be a full-time minister, you must have tasted the lay. You cannot just be there, a, a floor member, and say, I want to be a full-time. We don't know anything about you. You don't do it like that. You need to. Hallelujah. Especially if you want to be a minister. There are other administrative aspects. Okay, and we believe, we believe in lay ministry. Yeah, we believe in lay ministry. Hallelujah. 
Number seven is the emphasis of the house. Every ministry has its emphasis. We emphasize the word of God, the teaching and the preaching of the word. That's why everything we say, you see that we go to the Bible. Everything we say, we go to the Bible. We emphasize the word of God. Hallelujah. And the last one is the anointing of the house. Hallelujah. By the time you've caught the uh, vision, the principles, the philosophy, the standards, the doctrine, the procedures, and the emphasis, you notice that the anointing, this anointing, the unique, specific anointing that we are talking about, you see that it has come upon you. It has come upon you. You just know that this is how things are done. You see that it's, it's subtle, so you say, no, I don't understand this. You get it? Yeah. Hallelujah. Are you here? I see you catching the spirit of the ministry. I see you catching the anointing. The spirit that is upon our Father that has come over my life. Let it come over your life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You know, all my life, I have been my greatest. My, if you want to pray for me, pray for me that the spirit that is upon my Father, the complete, will come over me and even more. I'm not, I, I, I see other men of God and all that, but the one that I'm interested in is the anointing that I'm under. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. I can. If I can have the double portion. Hey. Hallelujah. I can't wait to start crusades. My father does crusades. I need to do also. I want the same, the same similitude. The same anointing to rub on me. Hallelujah. Ah, I want to be a healing evangelist. I want to move from villages. I want to stand here one of these days and say, I need the name of all your villages because I'm going to have a crusade over there. Your auntie will be born again. Your grandmother will be born. I'm telling you. That is, that is, what, that is the anointing. That's the anointing of the house. Amen. Yeah, that's the anointing. And it will come over your life. Amen. Amen. Yeah. There's no time I was going to talk about even why. Why the one of the things we do, speaking in tongues. You, if you are here, you need to be able to speak in tongues. Amen. Yeah. And know why you speak in tongues. The scriptures. The scriptures. Because, look, to win a soul, you need the presence of God. You need the power of God. And without you speaking in tongues, your prayer life will be tortured. Tell somebody. Yeah, your prayer life will be little. Hmm? If you don't speak in tongues, you, your vocabulary is little. And your tenses, you miss it altogether. Huh? Have I told you the lady who uh, said to the guy, you told me what you want to told me and let me wait. <laughs> Your tenses doesn't work. Your vocabulary doesn't work. And God has given you a language. Speak in tongues. And you don't want to speak in tongues. Tongue doesn't need vocabulary. Mm? No tenses. You are just in the freeway. Eyandoro, Shabaraba, Liando, Sote, Linde. Hallelujah. This week we are fasting. 
uh, Thursday and Friday. And the Friday we are coming to do hearing and seeing campaign. All of us, all of us are coming here on Friday. It's a holiday. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And God is going to bless us. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless you. Amen. May you catch the spirit of the ministry. Uh, the anointing that is upon our Father will be upon you. People begin to find out. Have you met Bishop Dag Hayward Nurse? When I see you, it reminds me of Bishop Dag. When I hear you teach, when I hear you preach, have you met with him? They said, oh, he's my spiritual father. Amen. Yeah, he's my father. What is upon him has come over me. May you be anointed. May you be like one of the 70s. May the Lord lift the anointing that is from our Father that has come over my life. Let it come over your life too. Let it come over your life. The spirit of prayer, the grace to pray and to supplicate comes over you. The grace to intercede, the grace to read, the grace to teach, the grace to preach, the grace to win souls, the grace to establish convert. Receive it now. Receive it. Let the grace, let the grace, that anointing upon the house, the grace upon the house. Ah, let it come over you. Somebody is, is catching an anointing this afternoon. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it now. Receive it now. Somebody stand to your feet. Everybody stand to your feet. Lift your voice and begin to pray. Begin to pray. Receive. Receive the grace of God. The anointing. The anointing of the house. Oh, yes, Lord. Receive it. Everywhere. Everywhere. Lift your hand. Let it fall on you. Let it fall on you. Let it fall on you. Receive a touch. Receive a touch. Receive a touch. Receive a touch now. In the name of Jesus. Let the vision of the house. Soul winning. Soul winning. Be your portion. May the soul winning mantra be your portion. May the principles hey, that is founded in the word of God. Oh, may the philosophy, the way the mind works, ah, let it be your portion. May the standards be your portion. May the doctrine be your portion. Hey, Mahatasa, Bandote, Ah, Yando, Dele, Masa, Ah, Yabaribo, Sukoto, Breande, Sima, Kuta, Ah, the anointing of the house, the emphasis of the house. Let it be your portion in the name of Jesus. Ah, become the next healer, next soul winner, next church planter. Hey, may they say the spirit of the Lord that is upon Bishop Dakiwad Mills that has come over his pastor. Hey, Kaya Barawa shepherd oh yes has come over us let that spirit whatever you have seen whatever you have seen let it come over you let the teaching grace let the preaching grace let the soul winning grace the evangelistic grace the grace to write the grace to preach the grace to win souls ah to go about establishing convert let it fall on you receive it now one two Three, four, receive it now. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it from today. May that grace work on you. You will never be alone. You will never be ordinary. Your head will not lack ointment in Jesus' mighty name. Father, we thank you and we bless you for the blessedness of the transference of your spirit. Thank you for the anointing. Thank you for the spirit that is upon this house. Thank you. Thank you for helping us and taking that which is upon our pastor and placing it on us that we'll be able to bear the burden with. We give you all the glory and we give you all the honor in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.
We hope you've been blessed by the Word of God. Please worship with us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at LCI Megachurch, Lewisham Way, 79 Parklands Main Road, Cape Town, South Africa.